Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Double XC Podcast. I am your host, Vengeance. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. I'm your host, Xavion Excellence Collier. Today is Friday, March 25th. Happy Black History Month, because we missed that month. That was supposed to be my Wizzle podcast recording date, but happy Black History Month. Happy Women's History Month. Once again, I have Punky Al joining me. Say hi. Hey, guys. What's up? And today we're going to be talking about a few few things, the Batman, a few movies and TVs, my personal gaming, and uh, some Twitch affiliate stuff. So to start off, we're going to talk about the Super Bowl that was February 13th, a day before Valentine's Day. Uh, I personally wasn't voting for anyone, the Rams or the, the Bengals, but I was surprised that nobody told me Odell Beckham Jr. was on the Rams. I had no idea. I'm just grateful that the Eagles you, even made it to the playoffs, and then I dipped once they left the playoffs. <laughs> okay. I, I personally don't watch football, but I know my players. So, um, I was going to talk, I was just going to roast it. Like, there wasn't a lot of advertisements. Well, there was definitely weird advertisements, but there weren't enough movies and series, movies and TV series advertisements, which is why I'm more so care about. Usually when, the, when I'm watching the playoffs, I see, like, a bunch of half-naked people i don't want to see that anymore what <laughs> remember when mariah carey was you mean it like, like you mean like beer bellies or something i know like woman like dressing uh, well like woman acting woman rappers and stuff are you talking about the j-lo and secure performance yeah that's the one that always comes to mind so that's why i don't watch the um super bowl that commercials was, anymore that was that was a performance that wasn't a commercial that was a halftime show I mean, come on. Beyonce was at the Super Bowl, but she was fully dressed. She was wearing the Michael Jackson outfit. Right. What am I saying right for? Like, I watched this. (laughs) So, uh, let me just pull off the uh, advertisements I did see. Um, I miss Moon Knight, and I think they sold Doctor Strange, and they sold the trailer, but I I had to watch it later, and they sold Sonic 2. Pick your team. Which I'm excited for. That's, um... This is March 25th, so next week is Morbius, and then the week after that is Sonic 2. I'm actually excited to see that. I feel like that's going to be better than the first one. Because Jim Carrey is great. We got the original voice actress for Tails, and uh, Idris Elba is Knuckles. Sounds good. Sounds good. And they do. watching it. Oh, come on. They (laughs) They got the Chaos Emeralds. I'm definitely upset that I didn't watch the trailer for Moon Knight. I definitely have to watch that sometime soon. Yeah, that's coming this Wednesday, actually. Oh, okay, cool. Wow. So I'm trying to plan a date with my boyfriend to watch Morbius, and I'm like, I'm letting him know, like, I'm upset that we're not going to watch a day of. Like, come on. You need to plan this date, and soon. I have a thing for monsters. I I mean, not monsters, but like vampires. And Marvel. Yeah, I I like vampires, too. He has a form of vampirism, and I'm like, into it. I'm so interested to see where they go with it. I, I'm still not, but maybe I'll watch it on Tuesday. Uh, there's always negative. Uh, there's always ne- there's always negative um, reactions to watching what? it. So some people have always seen it early. Mm. I mean, as, as expected, it is Sony, and plus nobody knows who Morbius is. I mean, he is the first villain Spider-Man ever fought in like the '70s comics, I think, but nobody knows who he is. I know Mr. Sinister because he's in mm. the Deadpool video game, but. Mm-hmm. Then again, it's also funny that they're releasing this movie April 1st. <laughs> but back to the Super Bowl advertisements. Uh, the Hollow Gen with Mary J. Blige, that was actually good. I don't remember the Seve Silverado commercial, but I think the car was electric. 
the uh, Rocket Mortgage commercial with Barbie. That was kind of weird. I didn't watch it, so I have no opinion. There was Barbie dolls trying to promote Rocket Mortgage. Oh. Like they were in the house. What? Uh, Molly Cyrus, Dolly Parson, and Chorus singing for Team Over. That was good. But then there was another one. With, um, I'm so happy, very happy, I'm singing a song. Uh, two actors from uh, an old doctor show, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But they were singing 5G without BS for T-Mobile. <laughs> they, they were singing West Side Story style. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Which, by the way, I did watch that movie. And you yeah, rating? Yeah, me and mom were watching that last week. It was actually great. It's actually good. I, I didn't. I did only knew a few West Side Story songs, like um, Maria, America. Mm-hmm. So it was actually good. For me, it's like the first time watching West Side Story because I've seen the original West Side Story, but not fully. And the uh, the old actress, see, sees in it too. Okay. All right. I might just be convinced to watch it, but I'm very selective on my musicals, guys. Like my favorite musical is Into the Woods. Take that how you would. That's a good one. Right. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. My dog is Um, That's a lie. I just joined before recording this. Um, What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. West Side Story. That is nominated for the um the Oscars. The Oscars is this Sunday. I might watch it. So there's West Side Story. There's King Richard. Downtown Abbey, I think. Or mm-hmm. something Abbey. It's, it's kind of like a horror movie. With Bradley Cooper. Oh yeah, I've seen. I keep seeing trailers about that. That's sort of interesting, but not interesting yeah. enough for me to. Yeah, it, buy it came out December. Tickets. I forgot to watch it. Um, Licorice Pizza. I still think that's a weird flavor for a pizza, but that has Bradley Cooper in it. It looks. It's like a rom com. Oh okay. So um, what else? Dune is nominated. Mm-hmm. I think I always said West Side Story. There's a few others I probably don't know about. Mm-hmm. Or can't remember right now. There's one with Bandit coming back. Something about a dog. The Power of the Dog. That's nominated. Mm-hmm. A few songs. I can't remember the songs. Um, Encanto and Luca are nominated. Of course, of course. I haven't watched Turning Red yet. No spoilers, Me but neither. I heard it's really good. It's another coming of age story. <laughs> um, what was I about commercials? Uh, Morgan Freeman with Turkish Airlines. That was great. Matthew McConaughey with Salesforce. Meh. Google Pixel 6's Real Tone with Lizzo and Black Lives Matter. That was good. Mm-hmm. The Lay's Chips commercial with Seth Rogen and Paul Wood. That was kind of funny. Kind of. I, I can't remember it right now. I think it was weird. But um, I am I am interested for The Lord of the Rings, The Rings. This is a prequel coming to Amazon Video this fall. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've seen all The Lord of the Rings, even right. The Hobbit, so I am interested in so it's going to show characters before Gandalf yeah. is in it. Mm-hmm. One of the um, one of the elves is in it. The um, the oldest female elf. Um, who plays her? Um, I can't remember, but I see her face in my mind. Yeah, clear, clear face, elvis ears. She wears something on her head like a diama. Right, right. You see her in like the first movie. Um, I, I don't know exactly what I watched in Lord of the Rings. I think I watched everything, but not but not in order. Yeah, everything, but not in order. I just remember that I love Legolas. I just love him. Wait, how we get the Legos? You played Lego the Hobbit? Uh, Legolas? 
Legolas? Oh, oh, Legolas, yes. Legolas, Orlando, my, my bad. Orlando Bloom, yes. <laughs> he was funny. So I had to describe it to you. We would, li- would you like me to find the box? <laughs> uh, I, so I look for a name or elves, elf. Blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm typing names to kill time. Fem- Lord of the Wings, female elf. Queen Galadriel. Yeah, that was her. A young queen, Galadriel. Oh yeah, who fell in love with the human? No, not the human, the dwarf, right? Or the human? Which Maybe you, you probably, because it's showing a way here. You probably think of No, I'm talking about the uh, the blonde one. Oh, okay. Uh, I I really gotta go into a website to figure out the names, name all the people that don't know nothing about Lord of the Wings because it's too long. <laughs> Maybe. Uh. I think her name was Galadriel. She was paid by Kate Blanchett. That, that's who I couldn't remember. Right, right. Familiar face. I've definitely seen her face before. Yeah, but uh, moving on. What other commercials? Uh, that was it. And the best one was GM, GM Automobile with Austin Powers. Mike Myers came back as Dr. Evil. The lady was back, Seth Green, he had a child, and I think the guy with the eye passed, but I can't remember. They also kind of had mini me. That was funny. Interesting. So, uh, moving on to our next segment. The Super Bowl halftime show. I'm, I'm calling this sec- this topic still XXC. Get got it? Because it. it's still D-R-E. Yeah. This yeah. one, I got it. this was probably the best Pepsi halftime show in a long while. Dre was amazing Snoop Dogg Mary J. Blige Eminem Kendrick Lamar and they had 50 Cent as a surprise guest I did see a little something with 50 Cent I saw yeah. 50 Cent's little well, I yeah, saw him rapping Charlie, a little bit it's, it's your, your birthday we going to sip a coffee like it's, it's your, your birthday. birthday yeah he was there we, he, Anderson Pac was also there on the drums for Eminem's performance I'm I'm happy Eminem took a knee though Everybody was a uh, yeah. Everybody was mad because he decided to took a knee when they told him not to. I'm like, he better <laughs> respect, right? But yeah, uh, the timing was great. Everyone was great. There was a f- few musicians in the background and dancers too for L.A. Compton. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was talking to my friends. We were watching a Super Bowl party at Rowan, and we were talking about this is probably the best one we had in years because all the other performances were like meh. Shakira and J-Lo were kind of, they were good, but, like, it wasn't, it's good if you know, like, the old songs, but not, like, super good. Um, okay. I'm told, I was told the Coldplay performance, like, Coldplay's is for, like, um, mm-hmm. sissies. Oh. oh. That, that's that's what I'm told. I guess, okay, we're not big Coldplay fans. <laughs> I was thinking Coldplay, like, you know, I, I personally did like Coldplay with him, Bruno Mars, and Beyonce. Um, I think about Maroon Five wasn't really that good, cause Maroon F- Maroon Five performance with Shirtless and Levine and then Travis Scott he only sung Sycamore and then Big Boy. I, I was expecting him to bring out Outkast, sing a few more songs. He only sung I like the way you move. So the only the only other performance better than Dr. Dre, well second to Dr. Dre's performance would be The Weeknd, which was last year. And I'm not a huge weekend fan. What? You don't like the weekend? I've been told you this. Some of his, I just don't like the way he sung, he stole sung Dirty Diana from MJ. It irks uh, what, my what soul. Song, what song has Dirty Diana? It's called DD. 
okay, I must not heard it because it's not from the new albums. No, but he does old. he does kind of dance like Michael Jackson. Um, I love the After Hours album. Uh, I had to cut this from the podcast notes. I have not listened to the Dawn FM album. I, I think it was called Call It Exo Tour Life Where the Weekend At. As a joke. But uh, I have not heard the new Dawn FM album, but I've only listened to the songs on the radio. Take My Breath Away, that's good. And uh, I keep listening to Sacrifice Every Day. That That's a good song. <laughs> and you know he's coming on tour this summer with um, Doja Cat. I did hear a little something about that. I have not seen The Weeknd live ever, but I have seen Doja Cat live recently. You know, at the, uh, the Made in America Festival. Right, right. You did say that. So yeah, Dr. Dre performance is the number one halftime show that I've seen. I'm putting the weekend at number two. Mm-hmm. Who would you want to see next year for the halftime show? It's going to take Good a while because now we got to think about it. Uh, we'll probably have to talk about it later, not on the podcast, because that's going to take a while. We're going to have to open our whole genre. Uh, we're probably not going to get it down. Right, right. So moving on, um, we have a lot more to talk about. Um we can get into the Batman, we can, mm-hmm. or should we get into, like, the Winter Bar in New York trip? How about Batman first? Okay, so, so we saw the Batman opening Friday night. You uh, did? Well, f- well, first off, the the movie theater we went to, they had design, like, they had the posters, they had mm-hmm. Sins of the Father, they had yes, the Riddler question marks, and I was happy. I took a lot of pictures. I was happy. And the movie... I was expecting to give it like 7.5, maybe an 8. Because at first, I wanted the people who was like surprised, like Robert Pattinson was the Batman. But look, seeing the trailers, I was thinking maybe this is going to be good. The movie is surprisingly great. Let me say that again. It's surprisingly great. Like, it might be one of the best movies of the year. Uh, Matt Reeves is just great at giving a scarier version of the Batman. And spoiler alert, I thought it would be like year one. It's only year two. Like, the soundtrack is the same composer who did No Way Home. The soundtrack sounds super scary with the theme. And you can hear Batman's footprints. And, like, you, all the characters thinking he's in the dark. It, it's so great detective work. All the side characters and main characters are great. I love Zoe Kravitz's Selena. The Riddler was great and very intimidating. Um... Uh, I didn't think um, Gordon would be that great, but him and Batman's chemistry is actually really good in this movie. So, and that that ending, the final riddle, it blew my mind. I thought this is like more destruction that I've seen in a Batman story, more than Batman Telltale one and two. Well, the finale of season two was actually big, but kind of bigger than that. Some people were even saying it might be better than Dark Knight, but I think it's up there. But I don't know if it's better than the Dark Knight. But uh, I'm throwing a lot, but I think it was great. I'm going to hold off my rating right now because I want out to throw in your personal opinion. So it was, like Xavier said, it was surprisingly great. I mean, I came in with relatively, like, I would say mid expectations because, like, X really had to, like, talk to me, like, kind of wean me into the idea of watching the Batman only because I was not, I used to be a diehard twilight fan and you know once you watch twilight the world goes uh, we don't talk about that 
we don't talk about that. But anyway, I don't remember everything from Twilight. But go on. <laughs> but anyway, um, so once like I was kind of sold on the idea to watch Batman, we took my siblings with us. Nope, we didn't. We took that my was- we took we took my cousin Pinky with us. Yes, we took Pinky with us, and let me tell you, she had a completely different opinion. But we'll get there. And as I'm watching it, like I fall in love with the soundtrack. The soundtrack was tastefully done. It was very. It was a. It was. I appreciated the way that they painted Batman. Like from you can you could tell they really paid attention in all the little details, from the soundtrack to, the like the way the movie itself looked to the, the cinematography itself. It wasn't like too somber, but it was, like it was interesting. It was very. It was kind of. It was very neutral. It was like a very neutral looking film. It was. It was great. I loved that Batman was portrayed as this like sulking young adult <laughs> you should see the instagram reels on like the batman if you've watched it, it's pretty funny and i feel bad for alfred okay like i feel uh, bad for him i'm not gonna say anything I else mean, but let well, let me just let y'all know he's getting roasted. let me just let y'all know that our dude batman did our dude alfred dirty okay like who wants to wake up and have someone's glaring sullen face in your face they don't ask if you're okay you know are you happy that you are you know spoiler alive um no he just immediately starts interrogating him and it's it's just like yo batman chill but as x pointed out it's only two years it's only been two years so i love this scene no spoiler it's not a spoiler but spoiler alert I'm not gonna say too many details, but there's a scene where you can t- we can tell that he's trying to use some of his iconic Batman tools and equipment, and those shits epically, sorry, fail, and it's so funny. <laughs> so I just I just loved I just loved it. I was like I went in with mid expectations and came out like a satisfied customer. I'm a huge fan of it. I would watch it again. We all walked away from the film thinking, oh, we should watch this again because I felt like we missed some things. My my only nitpicking is that I wished that Kravitz had a bigger role. Like, if you look at all I mean, the trailers, they hyped her up. See, definitely, to me, Zoe Kravitz, Lenny Kravitz's daughter, mm-hmm. Zoe Kravitz, I have seen Zoe Kravitz in a few things. She's a good actress. I, I think she had enough scenes, enough screen time. She was She did great to me. I just felt like they, mm, for the amount that they, they portrayed her, portrayed her in this certain way, and it didn't exactly live up to my expectations. Also, she, even though we have to keep in mind that this is only year two, for not just the Batman, I'm assuming for everyone, because everyone seemed to be like um, villains and good guys. They seemed to be in their like infancy stage of like, as we know, them to grow to be. You know what I'm saying? Um, Selena could have. Like, she wasn't as sensual as she is portrayed to be. It wasn't towards what I felt like was the, the closer towards, like, the end or the ending of the movie that she really, like, embraced her seduction and actively tried to, like... Well, the whole film, she's been trying to, like, seduce Batman, but, like, I didn't really feel that sensuality that you get from Catwoman until, like, the ending of the movie. I mean, you don't, you didn't like Selena in different outfits in disguise. She like just, one person, she's she got long black hair, then she has a short haircut, and then she had a red wig. That, that they did they did do a really good job of showing her like adaptability skills, but like the sensuality 
wasn't there like they could have had like a subtle like saucy type of song to like cue hey this is this is Catwoman okay when Catwoman walks into the walks into the room all eyes are on her you know what I'm saying well that's just my thoughts because I, I grew up with like the animated Batman series and that Catwoman she was like I mean it was a cartoon first and foremost but like she was very sensual well I, I personally thought it was I thought she was great um I personally still like the um the movie was bad, but I still like how Haley Billy was the only black Catwoman. Well, the second black Catwoman, because I'm forgetting the one from the 70s and 80s. And you know, I liked her outfit. I, I was, I was going to be like upset because Zoe Kravitz was once again in the leather jumpsuit. It's not like a different outfit, but I personally think she was great. Uh, I was surprised at that plot twist, but I'm not going to su- say it. I loved the how they portrayed the Riddler. Like you yeah, were, yeah, he was great. He, I just loved that he was he represented um like that like percentage of people that get overlooked and ignored because of how they are like viewed and everything and treated and i just really loved his um his background like his origin story i like the way he i like the way he portrayed himself and he looks very different he looked like two different people in his riddler costume and then outside of his riddler costume which was a very interesting contrast in play on his character it furthered his character development i actually want to see the riddler a bit more <laughs> yeah i think they're hinting at a arkham knight series coming soon to hbo max also season two of peacemaker i've only watched episode one of peacemaker um i think kyle and phil they totally they totally changed colin farrell's appearance to play as the penguin i think he did I think he did okay for enough scenes. Like they were trying to focus more on the detective work, but I think they had okay scene. Um, I went to the bathroom when you saw the uh, Batmobile scene, but it seemed pretty cool. When I got got back. Mm-hmm. It was it was honestly a lot of badassery going on. Okay, it was like Batman coming into himself. He was like, "That behind is mine." Okay. <laughs> but yeah, um, so great cast great soundtrack and atmosphere um some of the acting could have been better i think you didn't mention that right. passing did look a little stiff at a few scenes they really did i'm glad they didn't use uh the classic martha wayne and thomas wayne got shot but changed the the story a little bit right right because that was going to be one of my upset moments to just walk out <laughs> um so yeah um Where's my book? I gotta get my writing book. Uh, where are we waiting this? Because I think I was gonna give this a 7.5 wisdomly, but this was going to. I ended up giving a B minus, but I think it's like it's probably A tier, maybe B plus or A tier. I think I ended up giving it um, an 8.5. 8.5? Right. I think that's what I rated it as soon as I finished watching it. I remember Pinky, she was like, it was horrible. I need to watch it with my brothers and they'll be able to point out all the, the bullshittery that I see in this movie. And I was just like, what were you watching? Keep in mind that this is baby Batman, okay? He just, you know, he's just now trying to flap his wings. I personally give it a 9.5. I think it was great. Some things could be fixed. Also, I think the Willow was a good character, not completely physically but definitely mentally this is definitely the, the the detective comic story which is the original name of dc starring the batman mm-hmm. and uh i'm going to mention it on the uh podcast right now 
there's actually Matt Weaves actually released a clip earlier this week about a Batman Dalia scene. Um, cause spoiler alert, we didn't think the Bat the Joker would be in this movie, but spoiler alert, he is. There is I a, knew it. I was like, at the end, because you always have to watch well, and see if there's in clips. A spoiler alert. There is one surprise guest near the end of the film, but there is a Dalia scene on YouTube right now. There was a prison scene of Robert Pattinson talking to the Joker, and guess who was played by? Is it Woody Harrison? No. It's Barry Keoghan from The Eternals. Let me see. The guy who could control people. What? That's interesting. And the way they portray Joker, I, I haven't fully watched it, but it seemed a little intimidating. They're talking, they're talking very quietly, very slowly. I have to rewatch it, but Barry's Joker looks very scary, very a darker take on Joker. Mm. So I'm excited to see this. Yeah, I'll show you after you, after the podcast. So I gave it a nine point five. You gave it eight point five. Uh, I don't remember Cousin Pinky's score but i think overall that's like a a nine out of zero so an a minus right right but at the end of the at the end of when we seen the the end of the, the end clip i was like that's either two-face or the joker and i was leaning towards two-face because like they kept showing this weird angle of like the person's nose and you couldn't really see the other side of their face yeah but, but I, wow but i was thinking nah it's, it's gotta be a joker it's gotta be but uh, yeah, so that's the Batman. Uh, last take about the Batman. What was I forgetting? I'm forgetting something. I feel like I'm always forgetting something. There was something. Uh, the Black Lady, Belle Wu, that was running for the mayor. I thought that was like a Easter egg. Like, isn't her name similar to Belle Review, the prison yard from the Suicide Squad? I'm gonna mm. have to investigate that later because her name sounds a little bit too on the spot. But uh, moving on, that's the one movie. Um. I was going to talk about Book of Boba Fett. I've watched four out of seven episodes. Al, you haven't watched it, but what I've watched is great. And there's, a, I think, episode five or six, there's a few surprise guests. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's a one, the surprise guest is the end. I am so shocked he's alive, but I'm not going to spoil it. But the Book of Boba Fett looks great. I can't read it yet. I might read it next episode because it does look uh, great as the Mandalorian. Uh, oh, I can't give that spoiler away either. But, um, is the book of Boba Fett before the Mandalorian? No, it takes it? place after Mandalorian one and two. Did you finish season two? No. Okay, so you you might as well just watch a YouTube overall. But it takes place after Mandalorian one and two, and mind you, this is after Empire Strikes Back, but before the new trilogy. Okay, that's not confusing at all. <laughs> okay, so we are near a half an hour into this, so. So we talk about the personal things now. Um, we we've been through a lot in February. Um, so I brought you to Rowan University for a sleepover, and we went to Winter Ball. It's like a um, it's like a uh, prom for all ages, like a small prom. Right. It was actually a lot of fun. Um, I haven't been to New Jersey in a while, so it was nice. I had a fun time, except for like that peer period of time where X was just kicking my behind in this in Street Fighters obviously he's been practicing while I have was been street? rusty uh, it yeah, was it Street was, Fighters well, I've been working on it though I'm gonna I've been, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna redeem myself soon so well if it makes you feel better when I try to play a CPU on Street Fighter 2 Turbo Edition was it Turbo Edition yeah I think it's Championship Turbo Edition uh, I suck with the CPU so 
and I don't have Street Fighter 4 or 5, so I, I am kind of interested in Street Fighter 6 coming soon. Cool, cool. But yeah. the Winter Ball was fun. Um, we ended up doing a, uh, a line. We ended up line dancing in the middle of a slow song, so that was fun. And the wine was good. Uh, I don't think there was wine, but yeah, it was great. Or the champagne. And then we went to a... There was a gaming event for Rowan After Hours. That was fun. It was. Small, but fun. We had an intense... What was it, ice hockey? Yes. We had an intense ice hockey session, guys. Like, I was catching up. Every time Xavier got ahead, I was catching up. But ultimately, the trophy belongs to X. But I've redeemed myself. I've redeemed myself. Yeah. Uh, you spent... You spent the night, uh, we did go to a comic store. We did. That was a lot of fun. They had a lot of uh, Dungeons & Dragons merch that made me want to get into it. I want to devote time to it, but where? what is time? We barely have time now. I still want that Stag Sock comic with the Akira poster. I was actually watching some of Akira last night. I really want the Harley Quinn with um, the cyborg stripping on the, on the cover. It was just beautiful. Remember? Um, the Eat, Bang, Kill tour? I kind of remember. Yeah, they had uh, they had a, um, the, the cover as the cyborg like stripping on the pole and Harley and Poison Ivy are going crazy. <laughs> yeah, so uh, there's some comics from the animated series while we're still waiting for season three. Mm-hmm. Been a long wait. <laughs> but moving on, um, the, how'd you like the breakfast place? From New York? No, 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 New Jersey. Uh, it was a lot, but basically the Winter Ball was fun. The comic book store was fun. Um, right. We did watch some of My Dress Up Darling, but we're going to get back to that in a bit. So next we wanted to talk about the New York trip. So we've been, so my birthday was February 19th. Happy belated birthday to me. Um, but X and I started planning this New York trip back in January because I am a planner. I wrote like a three-page itinerary. That's how serious I was about this, guys. And Mm -hmm. we like spent a lot of time researching where we wanted to go, cool, hidden, surprise um, bars, restaurants, slash activities in New York. And ended up having a really cool itinerary. There's, we went to, shout outs to the Magical Ball, Magical Cauldron, New York. You guys, potion making class was a lot of fun. I enjoyed my mead. Please tell me what's the name of the welcoming mead you gave me. I'm trying to buy it. It's better than wine. Like I'll go, I'll fly to freaking Switzerland to get that mead again, all right? Yeah, it was actually scary how much you planned into this. (laughs) I also didn't think you have this much energy to be traveling that long. But um, the Magical Pub was probably my favorite. There's one coming to Philadelphia April or May? May 10th. May 10th, got I, it. I literally have I'll be been... graduating by then. Right. You walk May 9th. Or the, the... May 9th, yes. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, shout outs to you, Magical Cauldron, New York. Uh, I loved going to Bouvet Breakfast, even though everywhere we went in New York, we had to wait, like, outside. In the cold. Damn near for an hour. Like that, if but I hate that we're food, doing this in the winter. Yeah, but the food was, but the food was worth it, and also it felt so magical to be in New York with snow flurries. Think about it. We have, if you're a 2000s baby, we have tons and tons of childhood beloved films that take place in New York while it's snowing. It was so magical, 
and also we went to Midtown Comics. Of course, you know we gotta go to the comics. I picked up um, a new rendition of Sil Silver Surfer, but I haven't read it yet. But it, from what I skimmed, it looks like it's following a very similar story to the original um, comic, uh, com uh, animated TV show that yeah. was on Disney Plus. I don't know if it's still on Disney Plus. Yeah, but uh, Midtown Midtown Comics is great. It was like my second or third time going there. Yeah. One of the best comic stores. The only thing stressful about New York was traveling, but X got it down faster than me. And yeah, it yeah, was. We I still have my Metro card. Um, Same. And, I'm keeping uh, it. I really like we use the City Mapper app. It's probably the best transportation app I've used in a while. Shout outs to you, City Mapper. Send us a sponsor sponsorship thing. What else did we do? We went to the rooftop. Diner? Rooftop Refinery, like, I am craving their burgers. Like, their burgers were so good, and we had a perfect view of the Empire State Building. Yeah, and there was a lot of people. It looked like they were partying. Right, and having a great time. Um, we also... Money Heist? Money Heist! That was a lot of fun. And we met this, like, the girl, the black girl, who gave us, like, extra pins. She turned... She's a model. Yeah, um... I don't think I still have her on my Instagram. So, do you have you been talking to her lately? Um, not lately, but I do like. I did say if you, whenever you want to come to Philly, like hit me up and I'm like, we'll show you around. Hmm. Maybe, yeah. Maybe she'll want to come to Rec Philly. That's what we're. Oh, I forgot to mention. This is Friday, March 25th. We're currently recording in Rec Philly, one of the places for artists and designers and all creative people. It's at, currently at the gallery, a.k.a. Fashion District. It's my first time here, and let me just say, we have leveled up our equipment, y'all. Expect higher quality for yes. the Double XC podcast. Also, no background noises. Woo woo. Uh, move on. What were, what were we talking about? We were talking about Money Heist. Uh, yeah, it was a very immersed, interactive experience. Some of the puzzles that they had us doing were completely downright dumb. I was like, what does this have to do with that <laughs> turns out i'm not good with certain types of puzzles but like puzzle pieces man i'm a wizard at that yeah and um i haven't watched much of the netflix series al was i think you were almost done season one almost on season two yeah i ended up binge watching it and it was it's pretty good no one mentions when they're talking about the money heist i was about to say the money heist experience the money heist tv show that um, it's actually a Latina, Latino-based TV show. Yeah, like all the writing and speaking is in Espanol. Right. But, you know, you're able to switch over to American dub, and it, it's weird if you're not, like, used to it already. And I like, think it slightly like changes. Like Squid Game, which I refuse to watch. Same. And I think it slightly changes the storyline since the, the translations are absolutely, like, perfect. But... Oh, lastly, about the money heist. Um, so, X and I were just making talk, you know, making friends with the people who were there. And I ended up befriending one of the undercover actors and becoming, like, one of the star roles in the experience. So, definitely, definitely do Fever. Thank you, Fever, for that wonderful experience. Um, yeah, definitely 10 out of 10 would recommend. Yeah, um... We did make like a turtle and get some pizza and it, it was like Prince TV, no Prince Street pizza. I think it's like a popular one because the people there, they got to take pictures with a lot of celebrities. Right. It was a long line. The I believe the cheese pizza was good, but my stomach was acting up, so I can't tell you guys much. How was the pepperoni? I think you said it was spicy. Yeah, a little spicy. It was good. Mm. Um, 
we went to Rice New York Museum. It was actually cool. We actually did meet a lady there. Um, I think I still have her Instagram. I'm not sure. Right, and she's some type of a uh, creative producer, which is awesome. I think she's an actress. Um, I really loved the I really loved the um, interactive museum Rise and You, especially because at the end they had this awesome ride that lifts you 30 feet up in the air. It was so cool. Definitely go if you like museums but you want like a different twist on museums because usually museums are like kind of boring you look at art or you look at you know historical items and someone goes on and on about the history that you won't retain later but this but this museum was interactive not that you could touch things but you got to there was like you got to do things if that makes sense yeah i think that's everything we did in new york um and then there was like good food. <laughs> mm-hmm. A lot of traveling. Um, I'm forgetting something. I feel like I'm always forgetting something. We what always we do we, Sunday. We almost miss the mega bus because I need to eat because I have like low, like blood iron. And listen, I, I let me just say it was worth almost having a heart attack to miss the bus to go back home for their buffalo chicken wing sandwich. Okay, Shake Shack, y'all know what y'all doing. It's a buffalo chicken wing dripping in delicious sauce on a bun. I'm very hungry. You guys probably can tell I'm very hungry. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, New York was fun. Uh, even though it was cold, it was good to be back in New York again. I've been plenty of times. It was your first time going as a it was. teenager or adult? As an adult, yeah. Supposedly I've been when I was young, but I don't remember. Yeah, I've, my aunt is taking me too many times i think i've went one time solo no i no i haven't so this is my first time solo mm-hmm. yes it feels good to be i feel confident traveling as an adult now she still scared me how much she wants to plan she actually wants to go to las vegas i have family members down there i need to get to know them yeah yeah i, I respect that but las vegas that's expensive it we is. need a job first before we go there listen i'm working three jobs i'm working three jobs I'm still looking for a full-time job. I got to log back in because we are speaking for a long time. My laptop is messing up. Is it, is it still going? It's still going. Okay, cool. So uh, what was I saying? What was I saying? Um, we were talking about Las Vegas. Okay, yeah. you got three jobs. I need to... I'm doing a job field tomorrow. So I'm trying to get a full-time job this summer. Um, Sounds but good. Yeah, that's about it from New York. So... I also have um, a topic for music because it's been a while since I talked about music. I also want, I had, I did have a black history discussion I wanted to talk about. There was something from Rowan last month. So I do that now. So I, I do need to also talk about the Twitch of streams as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Twitch or history? We can do Twitch first and then history. So I've been back on Twitch like late January. The last time I played was august 9th and i got like over 10 viewers and i made it to affiliate but then after that i had to go back to school and like i'm not doing any streams so i decided to come back this year late january and it's fun i was doing mass effect 2 legendary edition and favorite strict streams is when he does mass effect y'all yeah you were really enjoying it i was playing vanguard it's fun playing with all the characters because i played Mass Effect 2 and 1 last year mm-hmm. for the first time, so it was fun. Nice. It's good when you know how to play, because, like, Soldier, you don't know the different abilities. Right, right. Also, with the Legendary Edition, which is free for EA Play and Xbox Game Pass, you get to play all the DLC. I never got to 
play with Kasumi or the guy that's with the Eclipse. I forget his name already. Yeah. Plus, you get to get everybody's extra skins and doing all the DLC. Not to mention the Leo the Sail Book, which I heard is one of the best DLCs of Mass Effect. Hey, okay, I'm excited. Uh, tune in because he's going to be streaming this Sunday, high noon. My crappy job has stolen me, and I won't be. I'll have to like sneak and watch it on my watch 15 minutes of it on my break or something. Yeah, I'm streaming. I'm going to start streaming Mass Effect 3 later this month and in April. Hopefully, I have time because that game is longer than Mass Effect 2. Because it's like the. Uh, we was talking about the Weepers coming in Mass Effect 2. Mass Effect oh, the 3, they are... the are coming! Decepticons with Black Air Forces. So, yeah. I keep forgetting what I'm saying, because I'm speaking so much. Um, Leo the Saddlebroker, yeah, I got to get my... The thing about the classic editions, I can get all my dialogues up. This one, I definitely got my Pilgrim up all the way. I got the... Uh, I, I always get into the fight with thank you I always get into the fight with uh, Jack and Miranda and I always choose Jack this time I got to separate both of them with Pilgrim and I separate Legion and Tally with Pilgrim and and Tally isn't exiled everyone survived no one gets left behind yeah also because I was I was cheating because I already knew what ship upgrades I needed to get um Minor thing, I still can't decide who I like more, Liara or Tally, but I'm still sticking with Liara. Even though I don't feel like her race is, is faithful. Because they could just have... Wait, wait, the, uh, the Asari or the Quarians? The Quarians, I think. They're the purple-looking yeah, with the ma- Yeah, with the mask. Mm-hmm. They need the mask on so they can breathe and not get infection. Oh. Tally's people. Yes. Got it. I'm they were, they were more... Yeah, remember the, uh, I don't think you saw the, uh, the missing, because we, we started it early, but mm-hmm. they were caring more about the Geth than the, than her accusations of treason. Oh, wow. Cause, I gotta, cause I definitely bought, gotta watch Cause he bought Geth, cause he bought Geth tech for her father. Mm-hmm. And that, and they kind of came back to life. Oh, shoot. We, I'm drawing a lot of spoilers, but this is like a 10, a decade year long trilogy. Okay. But, uh, yeah, that's about it for Mass Effect. Uh, I love the game. Mass Effect 2 is definitely my favorite. But back to Trisophilia streams. Uh, it's an okay stream. It's like on and off. Mostly I just get to like two or three viewers. Uh, mm-hmm. Some followers I knew definitely subscribe. Nice. That's what's up. So you get money now. Uh, not exactly. And also advertising. But not exactly. Because it's still like a few subscribers. And also I'm still offended. I have not been rated yet. Like, nobody has hosted me with a bunch of extra viewers, like... So I can tell, either people is busy, because it's the spring, like, school time, work time, or, like, people just not showing up to the stream. And I've been doing music and gaming stream. I need to promote more of the music streams, but mostly I've just been gaming, because sometimes I do music streams, and I'm like, I'm not feeling it. Right, right. Well, it's good practice for you. Yeah. Also, I've been so much on Twitch, I haven't done an Instagram live this year yet. True, true. I knew something was different. Personal music stuff, I'm not going to talk about that. Because there's not much to mention. Um, okay, the history stuff before I get into sus songs. Or maybe I should save sus songs for the end. Maybe for the end. Yeah, I'm going to save that for the end. But yeah, um, this is Rowan's The Wit from Thursday, February 10th. There was an open house for NAACP. I was invited to by my co-worker. We went down there. Mm-hmm. 
it seemed okay then um a father came in to discuss some some serious information and i kind of had to leave he was providing a lot of facts that probably nobody knew about and it got very heated mm. but it felt like some serious accusations like um black people on the campus black students yeah. like kind of harassed on the campus and mm. they don't really look into a lot of their the cases so I'll, I'll just try to read it on february 7th rowan university's naacp president and total justice chief of staff jasmine jones held a black students matter rally in front of rowan's chamberlain student center at 11 a.m at the rally jasmine jones a senior with a double major in law and justice and society Sociology was accompanied by her father, Terrence Jones. That was the one that was there, Terrence Jones. Mm -hmm. The founder and executive director of Total Justice, a nonprofit fighting for those wrongly accused or convicted by law enforcement. Both individuals spoke at the rally calling out to Rowan and Rowan the University's Division of Diversity, Equity, and, Co and Inclusion, DEI. Jones shared her experiences with discrimination on campus. On one occasion, Jones was called a racial slur by a white student in her own dorm room. The white student who remains unnamed has reported was reported by Jones herself. Another student, also anonymous, heard the white student actively call Jones a racial slur and reported the incident to Rowan's DEI, who briefly met with the student. This student, who reported the situation to Rowan's DEI, was later targeted by the same white student who made comments against their sexuality. However, no actions were taken by the DEI to remedy the situation. According to Rowan's DEI division mission statement located on the website, the goal is to facilitate Rowan's efforts to be the leading university committed, committed to addressing persistent issues related to diversity, equity, and inclusion that result in positive outcomes for students, facility, and staff. Mr. Terrence Jones filed a Freedom of Information Act FOIA, request for further information regarding acts of discrimination on campus. So I drink something? Because I there's a lot more about I'm getting very parts, so let me just drink something. This is Punky Al with your water break. Follow us at P-U-N-K-Y underscore A-I-L. That's Punky Al. You can follow Xavion. Is it? I don't actually know what your Instagram handle is. X-A-V-I-O-N-X-C-E-L-L-E-N-C -E -E on Instagram. Back to the Black Students Matter rally held in front of Student Center amid discrimination issues on campus. I don't know why I'm reading the title. I'm just giving the information. <laughs> Let me just fold this. This is a lot. Why am I? This is your. This is Punky Al with ASMR. Uh, no, Unintentional. No, 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 no pillow talk today. <laughs> it's too early for that. But uh, I'm back. So, Terrence, Mr. Terrence Jones filed a Freedom of Information Act request for further information regarding acts of discrimination on campus. From June 2019 to November 2021, there have been nearly 80 reports of student discrimination, harassment, and retaliation. And I quote, Complaints related to race from June 1st, 2019 to November 16, 2021 include 53 out of 78 involving race. 78 of 78 contacts and or follow-up was made to the complainant. 13 of 78 complainants did not respond to the follow-up. 9 of the 78 Complaint, complainant affirm, affirmatively declined to pursue the complaint. 56 of 78 complaints were investigated by Joe Cardona. Joe Cardona, Vice President of University Relations, said in an email, 19 of 78 investigations are still pending. 17 of 78 allegations of discrimination and biases were unsubstantiated. 25 of 78 complaints 
resulted in some resolution action by the university includes counseling non-renewal of contract educational sanction meditation is that meditation or mediation? I don't remember. Oh, mediation. Mediation, discussion with Dean of Students. On February 8th, Rowan announced a certain public email to all students providing more info on the topic and the students' concerns expressed yesterday, February 7th, 2022. There were claims that the university is failing short on its responsibilities of addressing biases and discrimination cases. The email read, Part of the challenge of this work is that many times cases are resolved, but due to confidentiality, confidentiality laws, the institution is permitted to share only general outcomes with those making the original complaint, a situation that understandably can leave some in the community frustrated and disappointed because they are not, because they may not see what they consider closer. To conclude the email, the Rowan announcer said, no matter how challenging this work is, we are committed to creating an environment where individuals can be confident their complaints will lead to action. We will make progress together, working with groups both large and small. Individuals are encouraged to report any incident of discrimination, harassment, and retaliation to Rowan's DEI. Information can be found on their website or at this number, 856-256-5830. To remain anonymous, call the 24-hour alert line at 885-431-9967. For emergency reports, call Rowan University, U- Rowan University Department of public safety and there's another number that i am not gonna read thank you al i was dying (laughs) i could tell i didn't go to the rally but i remember there was a black people discussion rally well last semester well there was a girl talking about they her and her friends were having jokes at the library which you know a library you usually supposed to be quiet i don't know i haven't been in a library in a long while same plus i don't really go with friends so, I think a staff told them to be quiet, but they were still being, they were still having a good time. But then, a few minutes later, some police officers came. If That's really drastic. Yeah, I'm like, why do they need to be, like, arrested for having a fun time in the library? Like, uh-huh. that's really serious. And there's a lot of other, I can assume there's a lot of other things we don't know about for people like us, for right. black students on the university. And like all the investigations or cases that are not looked at or ignored seems like serious stuff. Like, and I work f- with like the dean of students, so like that's like that reflects on me too, because like. Like, all the phone numbers I gotta answer, I gotta try to do my best to help. Like, what if we don't get to all of them in time and we're not addressing the situation? Right, right. Mm, that's heavy. But um, that's all the serious work we've had. That's all the serious talk we're going to do for today. Uh, moving on. I said we were going to do most song, must. Maybe I need to drink again. I'm going to finish the bottle. We're going to save most suspect songs for the last thing. We're going to get into more media don't forget to follow me guys p-u-n-k-y underscore a-i-l or you can follow my art one that's a-i-l a-r-t-c-o-n-n-o-i-s-s-e-u-r yo i'm so proud our art connoisseur if you want to see some of my amazing artwork i'm happy for you also (laughs) we're using a new men microphone we leveled up everything so uh, we already talked about the Batman. 
I personally think Book of Boba Fett is great, even though I haven't finished it all personally. Mm-hmm. So, first anime, I'm going to get into Demon Slayer Entertainment District arc. I haven't fully watched it myself, but I've been seeing the spoilers on Twitter, and it is lit. I personally have seen the um, the movie last year for the Mugen Train, and it was perfect. The, f- the final battle was a beautiful anime battle. Speaking of Jujutsu Kaisen, Zero is currently in deals from last Friday. I haven't gotten to see it, but I've heard some good things about it. Like, it's an 8 out of 10. Oh, okay. I haven't but, watched um, the anime myself, though. I've never yeah. even heard of it. So, Demon Slayer Season 2 Entertainment Discord. They're, like, fighting with, um... What's his name? I want to say Uzai or Uzin. Mm. A big guy with, like, a white do-wag and very strong. And he has three wives. So he traveling, what? yeah, surprising. He's he got muscles, he got white heel, and he has like three wives. Okay. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I want to be, I want to be like this demon slayer. Pimp. So, uh, what was the main character's name? Uh, Tanjiro. Yeah. So Tanjiro, his sister, Nezuko, and and the two other demon slayers. We travel with the uh, the big guy to the entertainment district or to hunt down demons. And the main demon, what was the name? I want to say Daki, but I might be wrong. Brian and I only got to episode 7. And I promised him I would not watch Demon Slayer without him. Be single when you watch stuff. Because when you you watch stuff, you enter a relationship with that person that you're watching it with. And then you have to, like, pinky promise you won't watch ahead without them. (laughs) I'm still single and watch a lot of things by myself. I feel like maybe we should have gotten the uncertified love of boy month, but there's nothing to talk about. So, uh, yeah, her name was Daki. Uh, she was okay, but there was a surprise in the second half of the season that I'm, I can't spoil, but it does get lit. The final episode, the fight scenes, it was lit. It's probably the best animation you're going to see. I think people have been on and off some mixed reviews about Demon Slayer, but I think it's good. And also, this Overall, is like one... It's good, yeah. I don't know if it's a shonen, but it's definitely a lot of gore, a lot of action. Definitely, yeah. A lot of heartbreak, a lot of heart tugging. Yeah, so Demon Slayer is going going strong. Great work to them. I think Mugen Train won a Crunchyroll Quint- a Award for probably best movie. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. That, that's another thing that came last month. Uh, Komi Can't Communicate, that's an anime I need to catch up on. But that won best comedy and best girl. Komi Cat? It's horrible. (laughs) You've seen Comey Can't Communicate? Is it the same? Pull it up. Pull it up. And I'm going to... Comey Can't Communicate. It's on Netflix. Oh, oh, oh. Not that one. Not that one. My bad. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I was thinking of, um... You know the creators of, like, uh... Jake... Jake the American Dragon from Disney? Uh, Yeah, that's an OG. (laughs) No. Not that one, but yes. Jake Long. That is... American Dragon. I forgot what I was trying to say, but I was thinking of Comey Cat. Who, who's that? Never mind. I can't. I can't remember the name. Yeah, I was thinking of something different. I haven't watched that anime. My bad. All well, I'm gonna I'm watch Comey Can't Communicate later. Mm-hmm. I've heard great things about it. Uh, it seemed funny when I watched the first episode, and they just announced they're getting a season two. Hey, so that's I'm into it. So. Main MC, it looks like another shoujo manga. Mm-hmm. 
So main MC is trying to help Komi-san communicate because she can't she can't quite speak as he's trying to make a hundred friends. I'm like, it's high um, school. You trying to make a hundred friends at high school is uh, trust me, it's going to get weird. So uh, this kind of yeah. reminds me of B got an H kayak where the main protagonist wanted to sleep with a hundred men but couldn't even get past the third mm-hmm. base with the first. Look it up. B got an H kayak. That's the first anime I remember watching. Yeah, the first oh, sussy okay. one. I'm, I'm still getting over fact like a hundred hundred women or hundred men. Hundred men. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But uh, back to what I was saying. Demon Slayer is great. Watch season one. Watch Mugen Train. Uh, I watched the movie. I'm not watching uh, all the episodes, but I think it has different lighting. Uh, Entertainment arc is great. They just announced they're having a new arc soon. Probably a new demon. They they sold a new demon at the end of Entertainment arc. So I won't get into that because I forgot his name. Mm, it'd be like that. But uh, another anime. Oh, oh, more Spice of Life. Oh, you would take a piss of it. Yeah. So Don't this, so this Spice of Life is probably got the best waifu of the year. So we are gonna talk about my dress up darling. And I, hey, we're taking a Snapchat. <laughs> Snapchat pit. Don't mind us. Um. So we're gonna get into my dress up darling. And oh my goodness. I did not think this was actually be good and funny. Like, yeah. Uh, so we were watching. Uh, I was showing you two episodes of this when you came to a uh, Rowan for the winter ball. Right. That was one of the highlights of being there. Um, the waifu Kitagawa son is actually beautiful, but she actually like she's a she's, nerd. Yeah, she's a nerd. She's a real <laughs> deal. She's into cosplay. Right, and her first outfit that she tried to sew by herself was Trash. so ugly. <laughs> the, the, I kind of want to sew this scene to Cousin Pinky because she's a designer. This, the yeah. MC went in on her outfit. Like, mm-hmm. so, uh, my dress up darling. Um, the main, the MC, Gojo, Gojo Kun. Gojo Kun, Gojo Kun. Not the Gojo from Juju Skyzen. He's, he's a weirdo. He's in love with this really creepy doll. Yeah, he um his granddad makes dolls, so he wanted to grow up making dolls and like that so he ends up growing up get doesn't have a lot of friends until he meets Kitagawa san. Right. And so she finds him one day and she wants and she wants him to help her make a cosplay outfit from a really ugh, really edgy adult game and aren't y'all in high school? Right. I mean I I can't judge, but Okay. I'm probably doing worse <laughs> in high school, but okay. And I had a long title, which I'm not going to get into. I'm going to have to cut all this out. But, um, <laughs> uh, what was I getting to? So, yeah, um, I think I saw you two episodes of this. Uh, episode mm-hmm. three, it gets really funny because uh, really all, all throughout the school, she's screaming his name. Gojo Kun. She even went into the gym to scream his name. There was <laughs> this a... man's went away from her. <laughs> this... But she said, nah, you're not going nowhere. <laughs> I was just cringing because he was getting all flustered with her flabby panties. I'm just like, dude, them, them flabby panties? Seriously? Y'all know what I'm talking about when y'all watch the ending of the, what was it, the first episode? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Doing high school, but is it, but there was a lot of fan service. But, uh, but yeah, it was, it's really funny. It's actually a really great slice of life. Right. Uh, he was able to get the cosplay done in the fourth episode. Then they go to a, um, a cosplay event in episode five, and then so 
four episodes he makes a cosplay and then like three or four episodes he makes another one and then mm-hmm. episode 11 there's another cosplay of it so and actually the season finale i believe is this saturday tomorrow Ooh. so 12 episodes away i i don't know the manga but i've I actually found it at Barnes and Noble Wittenhouse. Oh, nice! But I feel like there's going to be a season two. Just how good it is. Do you think the manga follows it? Did you skim read any of it or no? Skim read always definitely following it. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Um, I have been taking a break from anime because I'm the type who gets like really emotional and really attached. Like once I start an anime and I finish it, like I actually I'm one of those weirdos who actually cry because I'm just like, what am I supposed to do with my my life my life now? My like my friends have all grown up and disappeared on me. <laughs> But yeah, I'm definitely, it was easy to fall into my dress up dolling because it was just like so fun and inviting, but also lots of fan service as well. Also, Kid Guy was signs like a wheel and she was something like, you got to stand up for yourself. Right. She was, she was, she's wife material, even though she, she a yeah. little cringe at times. And she makes her own money. She, Seriously? Uh, episode, okay. episode three, you got to see it. That's probably one of the funniest. Let's go. It's Woman Celebration Month. Let's celebrate. What's her name? Kitagawa-san. Kitagawa-san. Doing the do. Strong and independent woman making her own cash. Yeah. So, uh, last, uh, the last episode, episode 11, was kind of weird because mm. this is this, uh, the anime thing I hate the most is the love hotel stereotypes. Why would they ever... You know what? I'm not even going to ask. <laughs> I am not going to ask. I'm just going to watch. Listen, almost every slice, of, every slice of life or not, there are some animes where there was a love hotel, hotel scene. I'm like... I, I'm just I'm just shaking my head because, one, mm-hmm. this is an anime, so you know the MC is not getting nothing. Right. It, it's just going to be super awkward. Like, this feels like a filler episode for no reason. Please. It happened in this anime. It's happened in when a girlfriend was the MC is a total simp in that one. And oh, I heard of when the girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Well, and was, mm. even uh, this made me cancel this anime. B stars. Beast. We don't talk about B stars. Okay. Yes. We don't talk about them. <laughs> so I love how like no you know easier. you know how like in American cartoons we have like we have the Power Pups. The Powerpuff Girls? The pop, not not pop. <laughs> I'm sorry. We have Paw Patrol. You know that that's normal to us. B stars is like furries come to life. It is weird. Okay, no hate for no furries out there, but like, B stars look like looks like furries, and it's just weird. Okay, it doesn't look natural like Paw Patrol because it's animated and it's well, strange. I don't like it. We don't talk about it. I mean, I, I I like the animation. I was okay with carnivores and omnivores trying to get along, but like the relationship between it, the wolf and the rabbit, like every time disgusting. I'm like, it was going nowhere. It was going nowhere. I'm like shaking my head, disappointing. The whole at the time, ending, the whole time he's fighting his urge to eat her, like not like eat her, but like physically devour her physical form. It was like kind of low key, kind of creepy. And there was a she-wolf. You could have got with her. And then the ending, no. You're still going for the bunny. I'm like, oh and and there's a season two on Netflix. I'm like, I'm not watching this. I don't, I don't care if the deal is still alive. I'm not watching it. <laughs> and didn't the she-wolf beat the deer's ass? Mm. Remember she confronted him? No, 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 no. The wolf, the main wolf beat up the deer. 
No, like she kept them. She was. She was like, oh, no, I no, need no. your help. No, no, the uh, no, the she wolf was in the fight with the main. I'm talking about the main deal one. That was like the. Uh, he was highly respected. That's I what know. I'm thinking about. He, yeah, no, she wasn't fighting him. There was a scene like to the season finale where the main character got into a fight with the deal and he won. Mm. You probably missed that part because it was at the festival. But he survives He's in season 2 But we're not gonna watch it uh, But yeah Love hotel stereotypes The MC doesn't get anything And it's just completely weird So uh But back But back to the topic at hand uh, My dress up g- Darling definitely recommend it I give it like a Where's my Where's my paper I'm giving it a 9 out of 0 Maybe a 9.5 I'll wait it later But uh Yeah So that's all the media we have Oh Nope, I was wrong because we were going to get into expectations. No, wait. We have Doctor Strange 2 expectations, but before that, we actually did see another movie this month. Uncharted, the video game from PlayStation and Naughty Dog. You know, Nathan Drake, uh, yep. bootleg Indiana Jones. Silly. So, I personally had low expectations for this being live action, also as Sony. But, uh, and this is one of two Naughty Dog games coming to live action. Because we have The Last of Us coming to TV soon on mm. HBO, I believe, with uh, the guy who plays the Mandalorian and the girl from the last few seasons of Game of Thrones mm-hmm. at the wall. But um, Uncharted was actually surprisingly not as bad as I thought it would be. Um, Al, you've, you, you're somewhat an Uncharted fan. You want to get into this? Just a teeny bit. So before I became a gamer, I used to watch my little siblings who are like 10 and 13 now, so that gives you a time frame, play Uncharted 1, 2, and 3 over and over again. And then somehow we didn't have 2 for a while. So, and then have I. Y'all, have y'all actually played the entire series or do y'all just watch it on YouTube? They've actually played the entire series, except for the newest one that just came out with all the females. I think that's four. The Lost Legacy. Yeah, The Lost Legacy. We haven't played that. No one has brought it yet. But after watching them play, like, I I would, like, I would, I would love, like, the, watching the storyline, the dialogue, the puzzles. So I was fairly acquainted, and I had relatively, like, hopeful expectations for the film. And it didn't disappoint, because, hello, they have up-and-coming hottie tom holland okay he was cute but i wasn't feeling the cheater vibes i was getting getting from him even though i know it's supposed to like follow his storyline i was like no tom holland only belongs with zendaya i almost said zendaya like a weirdo (laughs) it's a hard name to pronounce it's a hard name to pronounce so i rated it i believe like a nine there's nothing really wrong with it that i can remember right now but I'm going to just say nine to be on the safe side. And besides, who doesn't love... I love the com- the, the chemistry between... They nailed the chemistry between Nathan and Silly. So. Well, my first negative, which is still a negative, um, I got to type into the laptop again because we're not doing the phone this time. First negative is that Tom Holland, he's Spider-Man. He doesn't necessarily look like Nathan Drake, like... He's young. He's too baby-faced. Like, when you think of, like, Nathan Drake, there is a live-action short film from, like, 2008-2009 with Nate Fillion, who plays the detachable kid in the Suicide Squad. He looks more like Nathan Drake. Like, Nathan Drake looks a little older, some muscles scuffier, maybe a saved beard. Also, Mark Wahlberg. I would have expected, like, an older casting for Sully. And also, he doesn't get the mustache until, spoiler, at the end of the movie. 
like in mid credit scenes. Also, not really a spoiler, but I guess spoiler, there was a moment when our boy Tom dropped and did his Spider-Man pose. That was in the uh, that was in the <laughs> famous Uncharted 3 plane scene. So uh, it, it must have been purely reactive. Purely reactive. <laughs> we love you, Tom. But uh, yeah, um, personally, my favorite casting was Miss Allie's Chloe Fraser. But um, they, but um, Holland and Walsburg definitely got the comedian, the comedian aspects of Nate and Soli's relationship. Uh, definitely the um, a hole personality. They got a lot, so the movie was definitely funny. Um, I like Chloe, though she didn't have a lot of scenes, and this is like a prequel. I, I personally like to. Uh, they do mention Sam a lot. There's a few Easter eggs. Um, mm-hmm. Nolan North, the original voice actor of Nathan Drake in the games, had a cameo in that, and I was excited. I missed it. Yeah. I got held up in the bathroom. Um, some of the um, side characters and main villains, like uh, Antonio Banderas, they were kind of like mad to me. They were like not important, but um, the plot was like, it was like okay. And they do find the treasure, even though they kind of lose it. Um, if you, well, not slight spoiler, if you're expecting the movie to be good with like monsters like we usually see in the video games, uh, there's no monsters, I promise you that. So like a basic uh, treasure hunter movies. So yeah, um, the casting is mad, but the comedy is good. The plot is okay, is somewhat acceptable. Um, some of the villains could have been better. And, True. Uh, I you gave it a 9.0. I think I give it like an. I was expecting to give this a seven uh, zero, mm-hmm. but I think it's like an eight uh, zero, maybe an 8.5. Okay, that's fair. Uh, I'm gonna say. 8 out of 0 it could have been better but for what it's worth it is pretty good so if we put that together it's like 8.5 so yeah that's a B um that's Uncharted um I hope they don't do any more live action I hope The Last of Us is okay as Uncharted cause they're making a series out of it this has been like a 10 year game and we're not talking about the sequel that was Last of Us 2 is bad but um Last of Us, uh, I hope it's okay because once again, it's Sony and like this is like a um, mm-hmm. they're making a TV series, so they're gonna be exploring worlds. It's gonna be a horror series, interesting. And like, it's gotta be a lot of chemistry between Joe and Ellie, and like yeah. them trying to survive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you don't know the Last of Us, do you? Not. Probably because 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 it's also ugly, disgusting zombies. No horror yeah, movie. Yeah, you know I'm real iffy about the zombie situations. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Um, I'm gonna keep mid hopes for the last of us and try it was not as bad as I thought it was. Um, and I believe that's all we have for media. We have my personal gaming coming up. But first, before I forget, we have Doctor Strange Two expectations. Because that is scheduled to release in two months, in May 5th or 6th. It's a week before I graduate, or around the time I graduate. Because mm-hmm. I have a I have a ceremony the, the weekend after that. Mm-hmm. But um, what, what are you expecting from Doctor Strange? Because we got a latest trailer like weeks ago, maybe a month ago, and we see a lot of Strange with Wanda, we got Wong, we got... The villain back from the first movie, uh, black guy, he has dreads. I forget his real name. Um, 
I know what you're. I know what you're talking about. I see his face, but, but back, I don't know his name. But back to the trailer, they're showing a lot of the most evils. We're introducing uh, Agent Chavez from the comics, the newer comics. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested. We have the Mugen tentacle monster with one eyeball. So I'm interested. That seems like it's going to be interesting. And they're fighting in New York, I think. It, it's always in New York. They, they, uh, they, MCU has said they're going to stop doing that. Not that I really mind. New York has the best uh, setting for Doctor Strange to do his kooky geometrical shapes. <laughs> I'm thinking of the fight between um, uh, Spider-Man and, and yeah. Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. That was but, uh, that was an epic looking fight. Also, Dizzle HD of No Way Home is now out. It's coming to DVD and Blu-ray next month. Also, a Spider-Man HD collection. But uh, moving on. Uh, I'm interested in Multiverse of Madness. This is going to be a horror movie, but I am interested. Like, Doctor Strange trying to fix his mistakes. Yeah. Wanda Vision. Wanda going through a lot. Maybe she's healing her children again. She got his magical book. Um, hmm. We see different versions of them. Definitely Strange. There's regular Strange, Strange Supreme, Dark Doctor Strange from What If. Mm-hmm. By the way, I love What If. It was beautiful. I didn't finish it, but it's beautiful. And we got Zombie Strains, and this is Defender Strains. That looks like he's wearing the Batman logo, <laughs> but he has like a ponytail. Interesting. I didn't see that. But uh, who was I thinking about? Oh yeah, we have Chiwido Edge Four returning as Bill and More. Though I'm excited because he is one of the main villains of Doctor Strains. Mm-hmm. Wong. Uh, I'm looking on Google. They said that'd be funny if Bruce Campbell is in this with a cameo because we do have Sam Raimi directing this. Who is he? A famous horror director of mm-hmm. Don't Believe in Evil Dead and the original director of Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. Oh, right, right, right. You did mention that. Yeah, so if you see a lot of horror scenes, you remember that from like when William Defoe's uh, Osborne gets his uh, super serum and it goes off on everyone. And like when Doc Ock um, has his claws and just killing everyone in the right. doctor's hospital. Right. Where was I going with this? Oh, yeah. So, uh, we're talking about expectations. What are you expecting from this? I'm walking in with no expectations. What? Aside from the fact that I do expect that he's going to have to fight himself. That the biggest villain will probably be against himself. Since we did see a lot of, um, a lot of fingers. Sony's been pointing a lot, Sony has been pointing a lot of fingers to the multi-voice. I'm particularly thinking about Spider-Man, but I'll just well, leave that where it is. Well... It's not also a Spider-Man, Doc Ock, and the MCU. We are getting the Ultron bots are returning. They look, they look more evolved than what we see in Age of Ultron. I still love Age of Ultron. That's one of my, that's probably my favorite, probably second favorite Avengers movie because that one, that's one is underrated. Right. I, I love that more than the first one. But um, the Ultron bots is back. The the one everyone was excited for was the return of. Patrick Stewart as Charles Xavier. I'm excited for that. If we get X-Men, I'm excited. X-Men coming to Marvel? Coming to MCU. I get... I'm getting shivers, yo. Shivers. It's about time they done cross universes. About time... Well, universes on screen, specifically. Yeah, it's just Patrick Stewart, not James Avoy from uh, Days of Future Past. But, um... That would be good. They can have uh, X-Men, maybe an old cast or the new cast, either way. Probably introduce the new mutants, but I'm still a question. How are you still alive, um, Charles Xavier? Maybe right. maybe this a... Uh, yeah, how did, how did you get here? Also, uh, are we getting a new Wolverine? Because uh, Hugh Jackman isn't coming back. 
Right, and Logan died. Yeah, but maybe Hugh Jackman would be in Deadpool 3. I don't know. They have greenlit Deadpool 3. But if we're bringing Charles Xavier, this looks like a greenlit for Marvel's Illuminati comics. I never read those. Um, Marvel Illuminati is like a big magical group with Charles Xavier and Doctor Strange and a few others at the head of the table. Oh, okay. So there's going to be a scene where like Doctor Strange is brought to court for his crimes and he meets like different characters from different Marvel stories mm. and universes. Mm-hmm. And they make up the jury. Yeah. Interesting. So um, I'm hoping they introduce a lot and also... I'm hoping they come out of this good, but I feel like it's going to be a bad ending because yeah, uh, they're going through a lot of universes and mm-hmm. there's like a callback to what if not only Doctor Dark Doctor Strange Supreme is there, but there's also like he goes back to New York and it's like it's crumbling in pieces, mm. kind of similar to the second half of the Doctor Strange episode. Right, right. I remember that. And it feels like Wanda is becoming more evil, more like the Scarlet Witch. Well, I didn't finish Wanda and Vision. I won't get around to it, though. Well, she does become the Scarlet Witch. That's all you need to know. Okay, well, there's a second half you need to know, but including right. the Suns, but you need to finish the West of the WandaVision. I gotta finish it, yeah. But, uh, yeah, uh, I have high expectations for Doctor Strange. Um, Doctor Strange and Morbius are the only ones to come out, but we also have Miss Miss Marvel coming out. I'm excited for that. I haven't watched the trailer yet, yet for, but I'm excited for that. Um... It's the Friday before the Wednesday that Moon Knight comes out. I'm excited for that. Because, look, he's going to be beating people up. Oscar Isaac is a great actor Mm -hmm. from Dune and the new Star Wars trilogy. Oh, okay. He also voices, um, I think his name is Gomez Adams in the Adams Family anime movie. What? Yeah. I love Gomez Adams. Relationship movies. But yeah, I, I was watching the trailer. He looked like he's doing great acting. Someone who's disturbed, who can't tell life from yeah, dreams from, from reality. From Moon, from Moon Knight, right? I did. Then I think I did watch a little bit of the trailer, and I love how they sort of show that he's sorry it's struggling okay. with like multiple personality disorder. Kind of threw me back to Split, yeah, if you sleep, remember. Yeah, sleep disorder. Uh, sleep disorder. I don't. I don't think he has split personalities, but he mostly has sleep disorders and like nightmares. Interesting. But also, yeah, he's in it. Uh, Oscar, not. I was about to say Oscar Isaac. That that is Oscar Isaac. Uh, Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke is in it. He's a great actor. He's like a another Moon Knight. So I'm I'm interested. Uh, Ethan Hawke coming to the MCU. There's a lot of OGs coming to the MCU. Him. Angelia Jolie. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, seriously? Yes, he was in Eternals. Don't you remember? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. For some reason, I don't really think about the Eternals. Like it was important, but it also felt like a filler movie. It was like, huh? Us. Yeah, yeah. I was mad about Eternals, but um, I'm surprised they got buried from Eternals to be at the Joker. But also Sylvester Stallone. He's in Guardians Volume Two. He's one of the Ravagers. But uh, moving on, we were still talking about, yeah, high expectations for Doctor Strange too. Uh, we also had expectations for DC movies. So, so far, DC is off to a great start. Um, the Batman was great. I haven't watched Peacemaker, but I think I've heard good things about it. So good that they're getting a season two. Oh, wow. I did see, I do know some of the spoilers from social media and YouTube. Uh, there are... I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> there's a cameo. There's a few cameos at the last episode that'll make you laugh and a few jokes about the Justice League. 
But uh yeah, uh it looks good for DC. We have Black Adam coming out this the end of spring or this summer. Nice, nice. I think we're still getting the flash, but I think I did see a trailer for the flash actually. Or was it the Justice League? I get confused. Snyder Cup was last year. I seen one for the for the Flash recently. It was probably it's probably what I'm talking about. There was a trailer showing all the DC movies, but yeah. one of the movies got pushed back to 2023. I don't remember if it's The Flash or Aquaman 2. Let me look up while we're doing it. Um, Aquaman 2. So yeah, Aquaman got pushed back to March 2023. Mm. So we gotta wait next year for that. The Flash, I believe, is still scheduled to come out Nope, I was wrong. They both got pushed back. Oh, man. So, we only get Batman and Shazam's enemy. So, we have to wait next March for Aquaman 2, which would have been better to come out this Christmas. And we have to wait till June 2023 to see The Flash in his new suit, a second Barry Allen of Ezra Miller. You know, it would have been cool to have, like, the uh, Barry Allen from the TV show. But we already know there's a multiverse there. Um, There's a scene... There's a scene from one of the fewer seasons where they meet each other, but you probably don't know that, or some people haven't seen it, because it's, it's hard to keep up with the TV show. I can't keep up with all of it. Black Lightning, uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Actually, I don't care sure. for Legends of Tomorrow. I thought it was super it, gold. It really it's bad. I Legends it, of, sorry. Legends of Tomorrow really... Uh, Legends of Tomorrow really fell off. I used to watch... Uh, go ahead. I used to watch the um, Barry Allen, The Flash on CW every day when it first came out with my family and it just after a while I got tired of Iris and and her skin lightening conditions and I was just like you know what I am done last time I checked in Barry Barry Allen has a daughter and a son and her daughter is flirting with an enemy I didn't I didn't know that that was the newest season I didn't know that yeah oh sorry spoiler but uh, moving on to the movies I'm, I'm upset that we gotta wait so we can finally see Bill Ezra Miller's flash in a new suit and the gold boots. Mm-hmm. And then a second him and we're getting a new Supergirl. Right. Well, I'm not big on Supergirl, and, period. And I was waiting for the end of this year so we could see the flash because we we're supposed to have not only Bat- Ben Affleck returning as Batman, but also Michael Keaton returning as Batman. Hmm. Yes, yeah, one of the first actors of Batman. Um, I think either the no, not not the first one with that was Val Kilmer, I think. The one with Joker, with Jack Nicholson as the Joker. No, I'm thinking M- Michael Keegan was a Batman with uh, Batman Returns, the one with um, the Penguin and Catwoman. Mm, okay, you know I'm better with faces than names. Speak of Batman, that reminds me. Um, one of my friends sent me a video of all the Batmans with black with black eyeliner with like uh because Robert Patterson has black eyeliner like that looks perfect it does (laughs) that was another thing about the movie like I think Patterson is like a good Batman a good detective he this was like a different tank on Bruce Wayne I was like I kind of I kind of don't know if he's like a good Bruce Wayne but he's definitely doing a good Batman I really appreciated the detective skills like it, ma- it makes sense because like, yeah, because he's more like a strange. This is like a darker Batman. Like he's not really like a playboy in this one. He doesn't do much. Mm-hmm. But sulk and yell at Alfred. Poor Alfred. Yeah, but but yeah, that's about it for DC. Um, so only the Batman, 
Peacemaker and Black Adam. So that's kind of a disappointment. Um, I think there's something else. Is the Sandman supposed to come out this year? I'm not sure. Sandman's one of the OGs. You know, Sandman, Lucifer. Uh, I think... What is his name? Uh, Constantine was in it. I do like Death. He's one of my favorites. I haven't watched that yet. The Sandman live action. Speaking of live action, what did you guys think of Cowboy Bebop? I think I mentioned that in the last episode, but I think I kind of didn't want to mention it in front of Cole Purcell. Um, oh. I, I thought the ending was bad. I never got to finish it. So I think I give it like... it, it For a lot of people, I've heard it's bad. It's not as good as the animation, and it's getting to a point we need to start making live action movies. Cause there's live action Cowboy Bebop, live action Tokyo Ghoul, live action JoJo, live action Death Note that we see. There's even a live action live action of Full Male Alchemist. Why are these all American made? Japanese made. Even Attack on Titan. And. They're trying to have a Netflix live action of One Piece. I'm like, who asked for this? One Piece isn't even finished. I'm like, can, can we stop? Like, Yes, please. If if Cowboy Bebop or Tokyo Ghoul can get it, Bleach can get it. Juju Sakaisen going to get it. My Hill can get it. Just leave it alone. I don't want to be the... I don't want to be the generation of reruns. Leave it alone. So, uh, yeah, I had high hopes for Alchemy 2 and The Flash. I think they're going to be good, but now we got to wait next year, which Shazam 2 is always scheduled to come next year, which looks like it's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. They have uh, Lucy Liu as one of the villains. Shout out to, shout out to Shazam, because you know it's in our hometown. Mm-hmm. Philly. But um, how do you feel about Black Adam? I'm kind of, like, mid about it, because I haven't shown a lot about it, but then they sold the latest... The latest DC trailer with all the movies, and they sold, they finally sold Hawkman and Doctor Fate and the other ones. And I'm like, okay, maybe I'm interested. They look good. I haven't seen anything for Black Adam. I haven't even, I have heard of Black Adam as a superhero, but yeah, I don't he's know not. He's his... not a heel. He's a villain. He's a Shazam's arch nemesis. Then I know absolutely nothing. I'm probably thinking of something else, of a different person. Yeah, but. They're introducing a lot from DC, so this look is, looks like it's going to be interesting. If you don't know, um, Dr. Fate is in one of the Suicide Squad movies, animated movies, and he's also in Justice 2, so he, he knows a lot about the future and kind of almost observes, kind of like the Watcher in mm. What If. Okay, very interesting. Hawkman is very famous from like the old Justice League animated series. Mm. So that's interesting. Um... Who plays him? I need to look up the Black Adam cast. Um, I think The Rock... I don't know much about Black Adam, but I think The Rock is going to be great as him. Seriously? Why am I... Why am I surprised? What? Did you... Please tell me you, you know The Rock was going to be Black Adam. I didn't know this. You all fall behind. <laughs> Under a rock. So, yeah. Drain Johnson's going to be Black Adam. There's a Cyclone played by Contessa Swindell. Uh, what does she play in? I love Trinkets. Trinkets was an awesome TV show about this addiction to like shoplifting. Really? I've never heard of it. It's on Netflix. It's awesome. So she must be a new actress. Um, That was his name. Hawkman is played by Aldris Hodge. He's been, he's a good actor. Where's he been in? 
One Night in Miami, I still haven't watched that. The new reboot of The Invisible Man. He's in Straight Outta Compton. He was MC he Wim. He was in Underground? That he was, was such MC an- Wim. Wait, wait. Guys, Underground is such an awesome, t- underrated TV show that was that was started by John Legend about slavery. Like, oh my God. And then they discontinued it because white people, no offense, but like, were like, yo, y'all need to stop because this, this, this TV show is just too controversial. If you want to see a historical TV show, watch Underground. It is so is that- good. It's like just about slavery or is it about the Underground Railroad? It's, it's about, you know, slavery is a very vast. Yeah. So the Underground Railroad is is included in it, but it's not the main focal, focal point of the TV show. You can find it on uh, Hulu. I don't remember him in The Walking Dead, but he's definitely in Hidden Figures. I don't remember him in Hidden Figures. Okay, probably not. Um... He was, that's why I also remember him from, Brian Banks. Brian Banks. I think he was, he was a football player, but he got arrested. Mm. This is like a two-story. It was like September 2018. Brian Banks, an all-American high school football star who finds his life impended when he's wrongfully convicted of a crime he didn't commit. And so he goes to jail. That, yeah. Mm. You, you don't remember that movie? I don't think I watched it. It was one where he says, and the truth matters. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I vaguely remember that line from every commercial they sold. But yeah, I think it's gonna be, I think it's gonna be good in that movie. Uh, so Black Adam, I think it's gonna be like mid expectations, but probably going to slightly exceed those. Like maybe a B tier movie. Oh, okay. Cool. Seems like we have a pretty good actor, actor on our hands, especially if he has some of my favorite TV shows in his repertoire. Yeah, we're now an hour and a half into this. Um. Oh, shoot, it's uh, 7.12. We're supposed to be done at 7.30. Uh, we got to try to wrap this up, but um, I'm disappointed that... Um, well, Gotham Knights is still scheduled to come out by the time Halloween comes out, but Rocksteady's Suicide Squad got pushed back to 2023. And that, I'm kind of disappointed because that was the number one game I was excited for this year. Oh, I'm sorry. I have been waiting a lot for Go- Gotham Knights. My number one game came out a day before or a day after my birthday. Horizon Forbidden West. I no, got you, I Dad. He did, and thank you so much. He So, I haven't played it yet, but I will. As soon as I, like, get a chance to get some sleep. Well, I got three jobs. You know Rochelle from, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone Hates Chris. Yeah, so, um, what were we talking about? Like, I'm seeing the forgetting as you're trying Gotham to wrap Knights. this up being pushed back yeah so um no no god from nice is coming out october that's october. the one with the court hours right right so that would be good um but but we won't get to kill the justice league and play the suicide squad you know dead shot kill king shark captain boomerang trying to go fast in the speed force or harley quinn using batman's gadgets until like next year mm. and that's the return of rock Day, the ones you made batman arkham right but i i know they're going to take the time and it's probably still going to be great uh, we got, we probably gonna have to get our cosplays ready for um, Gotham Knights because by the time that comes out, it'll be um, a week before Halloween comes in. True. I think I'll probably be Red Hood, maybe Nightwing. Mm-hmm. Probably Red Hood's outlaw outfit. I might cosplay as Jason Todd. He's my favorite. Psychic. But that's also Red Hood. Don't you? Okay, if, if you'll be Red Hood, maybe. I'll probably be I'll probably be Nightwing. You can pull off Nightwing. Maybe I'll be Damian Wayne. Reminds me, I need to. <laughs> Damian Wayne isn't in it. It's uh, Tim Drake as Robin. Oh, 
why his son is not in it, but his son is like the newest, like, Robin. I, I guess he don't exist in this one, but we, at least we got Core of Owls. I've been told by the Batman, the Batman cast has been saying mm-hmm. that the Core of Owls is the best Batman series. The best Batman comic. Nice. I haven't read it yet, but I, I'm expecting it's... Gotham Knights is going to be good. Moving on. Uh, games. So I can try to wrap this up fast. Gaming. It's now three years of Apex Legends and a new season just dropped. Defiance with a new legend, Mad Maggie. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, w- uh, I got back into this. I reinstalled it. Uh, I like the control. The control mode is like a, a team deathmatch and control three points like domination so that was fun but it was for a limited time mm-hmm. and then I got back into Wink and like I instantly dropped it I was close to unlocking Mad Maggie but mm-hmm. I didn't play it that long I honestly don't like Battle Royales and they are talking about taking off the building set of Fortnite yeah building can be kind of obnoxious if you're not good at it I'm I'm okay at Battle Royales they're fun but it depends on like the structure of the game moving oh. on also, the new update of Fortnite has has Doctor Strange. I'm like, I'm still not playing this. <laughs> Back to Apex. Mad Mac, Mad Maggie, who is like the anti-rival of um, Fuse. She seems like a savage. She's a attack. She's like the the attack base. Her ultimate is like a she rolls a ball and kind of like has Michael Jones. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So pretty cool like her intro is savage I like, like she screens is fun, she throws a ball into the screen and then kicks the screen cool so yeah that's like apex so i'll give it like maybe a b but uh this is a free game you need to give it a try maybe maybe we've already talked about mass effect 2 loved it um we were going to roast elden ring because that was the first game that came out this year oh yeah so bootleg dark souls so i follow one of my favorite asm artists and he does a lot of um on his section of his YouTube, he does a lot of like ASMR gameplay playthroughs, and th- mind you, this is an old white man that we lovingly call Uncle E, and he like does not make the type of content where he's like roasting things. But he came out with this video, and it was titled "Why Elden Ring is, is Trash," and he was just showing us how like how you would expect certain features in the newest game, and it was you weren't able to do them, or you had to do them with a horse. Like for instance, jumping. You still can't jump. Your character can't jump, but if you have a horse, then you can then you can move on obstacles that were previously like impossible. But that's still kind of stupid. You would think after all these years, the least they could do is make your character jump. Okay? Or swim. If you start swimming, you die immediately. That's stupid. But those are just our takes on the game and why it's kind of like <sighs> It's just fun watching a bootleg dog souls and watching everyone die. The Black Okage and Game of Illuminati is playing it. CJ the Champ is playing it. By the way, saw CJ the Champ. I love his Black Air Force activity videos. <laughs> um, he had one for Eskinoff from Seven Deadly Sins, Madhava. Uh He just released one earlier this week about Revy from Black Lagoon, so I'm going to watch that after this. Um, but yeah, that's Elden Ring. You know, I'm still trying to save it for PS5 because the first, one of the first games I want is Sifu. So, we gotta talk about Sifu. It looks great. A good action game. It's like people gotta, gotta know when to parry, know when to dodge, and then attack. And every time you die, you get older. Oh, wow. Eventually, you'll just kill over then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think the most you can die is, like, at, in your 70s. You can choose to be a male or a female. 
So it's fun seeing everyone play this. I've seen Kiki X Baby play this, Game Illuminati play this. Um, I think Koi Kinson. It seems like a fun game. Definitely rage quit, but still fun. It's, the story and plot is small. It's a revenge story, as a lot of PlayStation stories like Last of Us Part Two and God of War series. But it, it, it was good. I liked it, and the the animation looks great. Uh, I was going to talk about Scarlet Nexus, an anime video game that came out last year, but um, I didn't beat it, and I kind of uninstalled it earlier this week from streaming, because uh, they put me in a boss I didn't know how to beat. Just annoying. But yeah. uh, it's a good anime game. I give it a try. It's from Bandai Namco, who has some hit-or-miss anime games, but this one, it was actually really good. The storyline seemed really interesting, because I tune in from time to time for X's uh, Twitch streams. I was hooked on it. storyline for sure. It's not an RPG per se, but it's definitely like a fun anime game. I, I was getting like Persona, Persona vibes, but also like Cyberpunkish vibes. So when you start the game, you can choose to be two different characters: Yuito, the ma- the male character, or Kasane, the male character. They both have similar similar powers. They both have telekinesis, and a lot of the characters have mind powers. Like one can teleport, one nice. can read people's minds, nice. and is half cyborg. Cool. One has fire powers. Nice. So yeah, uh... Nice range of characters. So yeah, uh, I uninstall the game. Either I'll go back and play Kasane's story, or I'll just watch the anime. Speaking of, I still have not finished Persona 5 animation. So, that's about it. The last thing we wanted to talk to, well we got 10 minutes, is the most suspect songs ever. So I just made, yes, sus, like Among Us. Doom, 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 doom. So I was making a list of all the most popular songs that are a little suspect between the lines. So first off, Stacey's mom has got it going on from Fountains of Wayne. True. I love that song, even though it's, you It's know, taboo. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little weird. If you think, stop and think. Jesse's girl, that's my that's my song, but also another Jesse's one. Jesse's girl. Dude is literally singing about stealing his bro's girl. Like, yeah, come that's, on. That's envy, but that's also the NTR is lit. <laughs> uh, which, uh, my boss always su- sung this a few times last semester. Which girl from Dale Hall and John Oaks, you know, the ones that sings, You making my dreams come true. Yeah. They performed at the Hoagie Fest a few times. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it was about a sugar day and gold digger, but it's more like a, it's about a witch dad and a spoiled daughter, so I was wrong. That's, so that's... That's not really suspect, but was definitely suspect. Have you heard this song on a TikTok, Blood, Brooklyn Blood Pop by Cycle? I don't think so. I'm not on TikTok. It's the song that goes... Well, that's about a Brooklyn blood game, but also about a school shooter. Oh, Jesus. That's, yeah. Wow. Speaking okay. of school shooter, we got to talk about... Pumped Up Kicks by Foster the People. That's I don't also care. I love that song. I, I, I was like the emo. song too, but... <laughs> you know, it's the um, the theme song for uh, Peacemaker, right? It yeah. matches his MO, honestly. Moving on. Um, this is an anime song you probably don't know. Uh, love Taste. Uh, it's about Yandere. So, no. <laughs> Next. Uh, you probably remember this one, because this was from uh, high school days. What does the fox say? The song is just <laughs> the song is just annoying. It's about furries, so no. It's about furries. I thought it was about questioning the existence of a fox. Well, why? Yes. Is the fox real? 
I hope so. If it's not the nine, if it's not the nine-tailed fox or the fox lady from League of Legends, I don't care. Somebody do this and somebody that I used to know. Now you're just somebody, somebody that, that I used to know. Somebody. I like. <laughs> I think the song was okay, but somebody told me it was like the uh, the female, the female. There's a female on the song, mm-hmm. and her voice is kind of like weird. They told me the song is about a '50s housewife fantasy, and like in the music video, there's a porcelain doll's burning. Um, very creepy, very creepy vibes. So yeah, um, three more. You remember the song White said, "Fres, I'm too sexy for my shirt." Yes. I'm too sexy for my shirt. I didn't think the lyrics were weird, but I can get like the feel, like the song is kind of over white weird. It is weird, but in a fun way though. But if we're talking about that song, shouldn't we also say like Drake's version of I'm Too Sexy is kind of weird or I've heard it a few times. What do you think? I've only heard it. Wait, I, I used to play it a lot, but I can't remember how it goes. It's mostly Future singing the chorus. I'm too sexy for his dress. Well, like if Drake does it, then ice. it's cool and no yeah, one thinks yeah. about it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I still don't like the cover of his album, but Never mind Agreed. that. Uh, Bloodlines. Yeah. That's definitely weird because it's against consent. No means no, boy. I haven't heard the song. I, I'm and Apparently, I'm I mean, glad I haven't heard it. Like, Bloodlines. I know you oh! want it. I know you want it. Yeah, Robin Dick. Didn't his wife leave Robin. him? Yes. I think his wife left Paula him. Patton. She was like, no. None of this non-foolery today. That sucks, too, because he was in... The Wheel Husbands of Hollywood, BET, which is now, which says now return on BET Plus, which I'm not getting. Mm-hmm. The, although it's a title, Billy, so no. And the last song I have is, this breaks my heart. Every, every breath you take, every move you make. Oh, I know the, what you're singing. I just yeah, don't know the name of it's it. It's the Every Breath You Take by the Police and Sting. Every breath you take, I'll be watching you. Basically, it is... The song is basically Creep. about a possessive and controlling stalker. That made me think of Edward watching Bella while she slept. What? That's what that you said. Every breath you take, I'll be watching you. That's what he did. <laughs> okay. So yeah, this was definitely quicker than the last episode. But uh, that's it from WXC Podcast Episode Seven. Uh, Punky out. Anything you want to say? Thanks for tuning in, guys, and I'll see you on Instagram or see you in the next podcast. So the next episode will probably be sometime in April. I might have a few. I might have a few guest artists, one or two. Some other people have music events coming soon. I might have them as guests, or I might just have the next episode in May by the time I graduate, mm-hmm. or somewhat graduate, because I gotta graduate in the end of the year. But I'm participating by yeah. the end of this, end of May. Mm-hmm. Where am I going with this? But, uh, yeah, that's episode seven. Thank you all for stopping by. Thank you, Punky Al, for being a part of this again. Thanks for having me. I'll see you all next time. And this is Double XC signing off.